Welcome to Newbridge Christian Community, a place we experience perfection unto the measure of stature of the fullness of Christ. Join us as Pastor David Ogenen Robert teaches and divides the word of truth. Be blessed as you listen to the sermon. In Christ, we are God's new breed. attention to the Lord. See, be genuinely serious about knowing Jesus. Are you hearing me? For those of us following online, if you are hearing, just comment. When I on Mixelaro on on YouTube on Instagram, be serious about be be. When it comes to knowing Jesus, be serious. And I will not be silent. I will always worship you. As long as I am free. I will always worship you. So, like I was saying, be serious about knowing Jesus. Let both you and God know that when it comes to your work with God, that is what runs your life. That there is nothing else that matters more in life than Christ Jesus. That's the beginning. See, if you've not got to that point where the things of this world don't have the, the upper hand in your heart, you walk with God, 
There are a lot of things that God cannot do with you. You would have started living out the fullness of God's intent. Make up your mind. That I will walk with Jesus. I will know the Lord. And the secret is the key. If the things around you, you are having challenges around you, that period is the time you eyes on God the more. Are you hearing me? That time where it looks like you are not sure about fix that time, fix your eyes on God the more. There is no one that truly does that. And even if he doesn't come out, he has gotten a better reward. Are you following? The Bible talks about some people in the book of Hebrews chapter 11. He said they, they, they refused to accept deliverance, trusting that they, knowing that they will have a better resurrection. See, the Christianity, Christianity is a very, very radical, serious conviction that transforms your life forever it is something that if you are not if you have not got to the point where you can die for your faith you you don't have not you've not gotten it where christ is everything except me christ is my everything christ is worth more than money christ is worth more than gold to me Let me read the verse of the Bible. <laughs> it, it always seems to affect me deeply. Psalms. I think Psalms But before then, let me share what the Spirit of God is telling me. Psalm 62, sorry, please. Now, let's read some from verse 1 and see the way a man that walks with God is talking. Psalm 62 from verse 1. Truly my soul waited upon God. From Him cometh my salvation. Aye. after me, from God cometh my salvation. He is my rock and my salvation. He is my defense. I shall not be greatly moved. How long will ye imagine mischief against the man? Ye shall be slain all of you. Obviously, you know David is talking to his enemies. <laughs> as the bowling wall shall ye be, and as the country fence. Now, jump to verse 5. My soul, my soul, now he's talking to his soul. My soul. Wait thou only upon God. Only. You know, I learned something at, at, at an earlier point in my life. It took a while, but I learned it. There was a, a man was training me then in school. And one of those days, he just paid my school fees. So I ran to him and knelt down and prostrated. He was not like, he just, he just picked me up and decided to train. So I prostrated. The man said, stand up. He said, when you look to men, sometimes they will fail you. And, some, and because of, according to him, he said, they will fail you and God cannot help you. He said, but when you look to God, even though it looks as if God failed, in the end, he can still move somebody else to help you. What he was trying to say is keep your focus on God. He was telling me, he said, learn, he told me, I will teach you something. Learn to keep your focus only on God. Be the kind of person that, you know, the Bible talks about Enoch. The Bible says, and Enoch walked with God. Enoch walked with God. Somebody that was passionate, serious about the work with God. 
There are many. What was happening? There are many things Christians don't do. The, the sound. Many of them have not learned how to sit down and say, "Oh, oh, you are everything." Learn it, practice it. I don't think there is any day I don't do that. Sometimes alone, I just close my eyes. I know you are always with me. I trust you, Father. You are cultivating a consciousness of the God. The God that is beyond every man. Yes, can be close to you. Somebody say amen. This is not what I planned though. The Lord is telling me to talk about it. So I will talk about it. Before we go to what we have today. He is my rock and my salvation. Verse 6. Let me read from verse 5 to verse 6. I love verse 5. My soul, wait thou only upon God. For my expectation is from Him. Say after me, my expectation is from after me, my expectation is from Him. He only is my rock and my salvation. He is my defense. I shall not be moved. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hey. Hallelujah. Yeah. Amen. In God is my salvation and my glory, the rock of my strength and my refuge. These are Psalms. These are things you read to yourself. You know, sometimes it looks like you are discouraged. You take these things and read to yourself. In, my, in God is my salvation and my glory. The rock of my strength and my refuge is in, my, is in God. Trust in Him at all times. Ye people, pour out your heart before Him. Are you see what I was talking about? Pour out your heart before Him. God is a refuge for us. Selah. Surely, the men of low degree are vanity. The men of high degree are allowed to be laid in the balance. They are altogether lighter than vanity. Hey. You know what he's saying here? He's saying, if you are poor, it does not mean anything. See what he's saying here? Surely men of low degree are vanity. Men of high degree are a lie. To be laid in the balance, they are altogether lighter than vanity. Look at his expressions. Now when you put, when you want to weigh things based on what a man possesses, whether he's or his poor, all together, it doesn't make sense. See, so my life will be more than things. See, I mean, my life will be more than things. I am bigger than material things. My life is bigger than material things. Money is a servant for me. I will control money. Money will not control me. That's where I was actually going to. Trust not in oppression. And become not vain in robbery. If riches increase, set not your heart upon them. Hey! If riches increase, don't set your heart upon them. Verse 11. Why? God has spoken once. Twice have I heard this. That power belongeth unto God. The power belongs to God. Father, we give you praise. Lord, we thank you. Somebody say after me, thank you, Jesus. Say after me, thank you, Jesus. 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 Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you for the journey so far. Thank you for where you are taking us to. Thank you for where we have come from. You have a plan for us. You have a future for us. Once you have spoken, twice we have heard that power belongs to you. We depend on you. We worship you, O God. We adore you. Lord, we thank you. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. James chapter 1. You know, in our Thursday services for the month of May, we have been led to treat 
the subject of joy in Christ. Joy in Christ. And last week, we began to explain that joy is part of our nature. It's part of and part of our spirit. The Bible says, for the fruit of the spirit is love, joy. You see that? So, when we are born again, we are born with joy in our spirit. So the Christian, <laughs> the happiness or the joy of the Christian is not based on external happenings or external circumstances. It's based on the joy of God in Christ Jesus. Amen. The joy of God we have in our spirit in Christ Jesus. That was what we talked about. We also said there are many, there are many parts of the Bible that, especially in the New Testament, that talks about joy and the way it's expressed shows us that it's something beyond our circumstance but actually about our nature praise the lord you see romans chapter 14 from verse 17 it says for the kingdom of god is not meat or drink but righteousness peace and joy in the holy ghost you know, you see, the kingdom of god is joy wow he called the kingdom of god you know, you know i've always read that scripture you know those songs we used to sing those days righteousness joy in the holy ghost Righteousness, peace, joy in the Holy Ghost. That's the kingdom of God. You know, you sing those. Like, not what they are just saying. They are just singing. Many times people sing. They are not going to what they are singing. Somebody was singing. And I shouted. I said, Are you sure? This song that this lady sang. For your glory, I would do anything. As she was singing it, I shouted on my window. Are you sure? For your glory, you do anything. I said, okay. God said, drop your iPhone now. Sell it and give to the missionaries. They are going to village in Kapanchan to preach. You will not fast with one day. Lord, is it me? No, is it you? Lord, am I hearing me? Is it me? I said, if you don't see me. Many things people think, I surrender all to you. It's not bad to sing it. As you are singing it, mean it. Praise the Lord. That particular person, I know her. That's why I shouted. I shouted. You sure? So, Romans 14 17, he's saying the kingdom of God is joy. He called the kingdom joy. So, so that means we, we are not strangers to the kingdom of God when we are full of joy. This shouting is part and parcel of the kingdom. There was rejoicing. The Bible talks about rejoicing. We'll talk about that much more next week. The things of the kingdom that fuel joy. But today we are talking about joy regardless. How do you celebrate in God when everything around you does not suggest joy in God? Are you following this? Why should you, why and how should you be joyful? When it doesn't look like it. Does the Bible say anything about it? Yes. You see, we live in a fallen world. What does that mean? It means that no matter what you want to do, bad things will always happen. Bad things will always happen. But like our professional guys always say, it's not what happens to you that matters, but what you do about it. So also, as a believer, being a believer in Christ Jesus doesn't automatically exempt you from challenges. What makes you different is your response to it. Your response to prove the kind of person you are. So let us see what are some of the things the Bible says about it. Amen. 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 Glory. Glory. Just tell me I have joy. I have joy. I am born of joy. I have joy. Joy is my nature. Joy in Christ is my nature. So James chapter 1 from verse 1. 
It says, James is servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ. To the twelve tribes which are scattered abroad, greeting. Verse 2. My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations. It seems to me that this book of James chapter 1, he was giving them a manual on how to handle It is count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations. Now, also you will discover, we'll read on and you'll find out what I'm talking about. You will discover that when we say temptation, trials, and tests. I remember this in school. When my chemistry teacher comes to class, he will write these three things on the board. Do you want tests, temptation, or trial? Leave us with tests. It's tests to understand. <laughs> now, most times, the word temptation is used context of sin are you following this then trials and tests are used in, th- in the context of problems are you following me but I discovered that the apostle James when giving them wisdom from God he seemed to intertwine all of them together as though the same way you handle Temptation or the issues of sin is the same way you handle the issues of trials and life. Let's read on. You'll see what I'm talking about. It says, My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations. Now, the first thing that came to my mind is, when studying this, looking at the context, is, He's talking to the 12 tribes scattered abroad. Let's read from verse 1. Jesus is servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ to the 12 tribes which are scattered abroad. That 12 tribes scattered abroad, you know who he's talking about. That's Israel. And to use that word scattered abroad refers to when they were being persecuted and the saints had to scatter. Are you following me? So, he was now referring to their challenges. Handle him well so that he doesn't redirect our life stream. <laughs> We've missed him actually. <laughs> Praise the Lord! He says, James, the servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ, and the twelve tribes which are scattered abroad, greeting, my brethren, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations. Verse 3 Knowing this, that the shrine of your faith worketh patience. Say after me, patience. But let patience have her perfect work. That ye may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. Praise the Lord. But let what? Patience have her perfect work. That ye may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. God wants you to bring you to a point where that issue. That thing that is a major problem for you no longer counts. That's what it means wanting nothing. Are you following that? Where God's idea of dealing with problems is not just first about solving that problem. He wants you to become bigger than the problem. Amen. But the first thing he said was, Count it all joy. He's giving you a mental. You know, people say the Bible is not a psychological book. The Bible is a book that covers everything. The Bible is telling you to. There is a mental way to address it. Just count it all joy. Train yourself when you are in the midst of a, a trying circumstance. You just say, mm, Father, I thank you. Count it all joy. And there's a consciousness in doing that. Knowing this, that the shrine of your faith worketh patience. 
but let patience have a perfect work. You know, many times when problems come, when challenges arise, the spirit of restlessness is not of God. Most times, the things you do when you are restless are wrong. You just want to take a right decision. No, we must. We can't take this again. Something happened to me today. While at the bank for processing an account for the ministry, I was literally going on a merry-go-round. Go to this one. Go to this one. So. At, at, at the point, something we have corrected, done everything perfectly. The person says, There's another thing I didn't know when I just. Don't even start. <laughs> I wanted to just sit. In fact, in fact, give me, let me start going. So, dude, me, calm. Calm down. When I calmed down, I was not thinking about something. Listen. You know, the, the, the Bible says the wrath of man walketh not the righteousness of God. That means the anger of man. It does not agree with the righteousness of God. It's in this same chapter, but let me continue. He said, now you carry that thing. Forcefully walk out. I'm going to another place. Or even if you all your walk, your five minutes anger can destroy everything. Calm down. Hey, your neighbor, calm down. It is count it all joy. Chapter me, Lord, help me to count it all joy. It says, but let patience have a perfect work that you may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. Verse 5. Still in this context, if any of you lack wisdom. So after you've you've counted all joy, and now you 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 You've chosen to be patient. The next thing is demand for wisdom. So now, okay, somebody may listen to me. The first part of what I was saying. No worry. Oh yeah, what should we do? You are saying we should be patient. We should, should we just be patient and be looking at the wahala like that? Like that? Is it if any man? If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God that give it to all men liberally and obey it not, and it shall be given. Verse 6, but let him ask in faith, not in wavering. So now that you've come to your joy, oh God, show me what to do. I receive wisdom from you. I draw from wisdom from you. He's, he's actually teaching you how to mentally position yourself to come out of challenges. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Because what most people do is they easily allow some things to just get them overwhelmed. No, count it all joy. Let's be patient. Count it all number one. Number two, be patient. Then receive wisdom. Chapter me, I receive wisdom. You know, I've been meditating on that verse too. Brethren, count my brethren, count it all joy. When thou fall into diverse temptations. Knowing these are the shrine of your faith, patience. It will produce. Let me tell you, when you see a person. Who has become patient is a sign of maturity. You know, to, 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 today I was just thinking about after leaving the, 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 the premises of the bank, I was just thinking about it. I said, huh? Truly, spiritual growth is marked by the fruits of the spirit. You no, know, imagine somebody, you know, have we not met some people? I've I've met some Christians that I met an elderly woman some years ago. We're having a big challenge. You say it's okay. I used to think it's easy. <laughs> Every month, don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. It's okay. In our presence, something will fall and scatter. Bah! When everybody's going, hey, I will beat you now. It's okay. It's, it's not a plate. Okay. It's okay. Ah, oh, my son, don't worry. It's growth that causes it. Are you following? When you, you've come to see that there is nothing in this world, nothing in this world that should destroy your heart, 
heard I heard one time an elderly minister should, he was telling us said the Bible says and it came to pass. You see, there are many things in your life that will come. The only reason that it came is that it will pass. It came to pass. You see, that thing will come and pass. That challenge will come and pass. One day you will look back at that place you were and say, Ah, now maybe this. Somebody say it came to pass. Chapter me, I'm moving from this level. I'm making progress. I'm making progress. I'm making progress. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. My brethren, count it all joy. You know what I'm doing? I'm teaching you to meditate. We are meditating on this verse together. We are just internalizing this verse. My brethren, count it all joy. Glory. 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 I count it all joy. I count it all joy. Count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations. Knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience. Worketh patience. But let patience have a perfect work. That ye may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. If any of you lack wisdom. Oh God, what do I do for this next phase of my life? I receive wisdom. Say after me, I receive wisdom. I have wisdom. I have wisdom. I have wisdom. I have wisdom. But let him ask in faith, not in wavering. For he that wavereth is like a wave of of the sea, driven with the wind and tossed. You know, that verse 5, you know, in the charismatic circle, we have a lot of. You say, how will you pray for wisdom? Christ has wisdom. James is dealing with. When you are facing temptation, practical thing, what are you going to do? I, I tell people that just while you exegete, just love the Bible. Are you following me? From verse 7, let not that, but, but let him ask in faith from verse 6. Nothing wavering, for he that wavereth is like a wave of the sea driven with the wind and tossed. For let not a man think he shall receive anything of the Lord. A double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. Let the brother of low degree rejoice in that he is exalted. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Now, let me explain a little bit from verse 6 to verse 8. It says, but let him ask in faith, not in wavering. Let me tell you, one reason why many people don't receive answers when they pray is that they don't believe they will receive answers. Many of us pray religiously. Okay, Father, you do it. They are not expecting anything. But when you pray, He's telling you, let Him ask in faith. Nothing wavering. When you pray for the sick, believe as you pray, there is going to be an answer. If it does not show up immediately, it will show up eventually. It's a skill in prayer. Ask in faith. So I believe. When I pray, I receive answers. When I lay hands on the sick, they recover. When I ask for supernatural supplies, I receive them. Amen. Amen. These are simple things. There are some mental models in the minds of many believers that keep them as you see, yesterday we, do, we said something. Yesterday we had an encounter. I was with one of us. And she was going to buy bread. And I, like you know yesterday, all the bread centers around Portacourt, they were doing service. Because kind of crowd, everybody wanted to buy bread. Crowd! So, the lady came and said, Oh, let's go hustle bread. And both, both me and Minister Faith said, we are not hustlers. We refuse to hustle. We are not going to hustle bread. I said, if you told us, sit down, we'll go and buy bread when it's time. Listen. Your words. That's June midweek service. That was what we said. I told her, sit here, we will not hustle our bread. When it was time for us to go, I said, Father, in the name of Jesus. They thought I was playing. But I was 
You know sometimes when you are praying, don't are playing. When they say pray, seriously pray, they are playing. I said, Father, in the name of Jesus, as we go, the crowd will be less and we are not going to stay long. We are not going to hustle. In the name of Jesus, I meant everything I was saying. We got there. We, we met the crowd. I mean, we met the crowd that we were like, oh God. But we stood on the line. You know, listen. So we're standing on the line, waiting. Then somebody came out and said, ah, we've heard that. There's no more lockdown tomorrow. Say, let's see by bread. We are not sure. Do you know that somebody came out with extra bread? Listen, he bought like six. He now said, if anybody wants to buy, he's standing outside here now. I said, we now said, how much are you going to sell it? He said, no, I will sell you the same price. I just felt I should just buy from it. That's how our, the plan of 30 minutes turned to 3 minutes. We bought the bread and left. Now, what moved him? The word, the prayer, the angels, the spirits. If you like, join the word. We But let him ask in faith, not in wavering. Somebody say, I ask in faith. Not in wavering. Say, for he that wavered like the wave of a sea, driven with the wind and tossed, for let not that man think he shall receive anything of the Lord. Now, is it, now it may look, to you it may think that, it may look like, oh, the God is going to, is holding, holding what he wants to give a man. And looking at the man, okay, is this stable now? No. Is that that man is controlling it. So imagine now declaring, ah, we're not going to hustle, be like you go hustle. Are you seeing that? Maybe the angel will do something. My words will swim down again. Are you, are you following me? That back and forth on steadiness in your oppression with God, it's what, in the end you won't receive anything. Who is following this? But let them ask the faith not to waver, but he that wavered like a wave of a sea, driven with the wind and tossed. For let on that man think you shall receive anything of the Lord, or you are receiving things. Amen. After me, I receive from the Lord. Praise the Lord. So let's jump to let me read two verses. Explain them a little bit. Verse 9 says, Let the brother of low degree rejoice in that he is exalted. Low degree means social status, like you don't have so much money and all that. It says, Rejoice in that he is what? Exalted. Are you seeing this? He's saying, don't turn yourself around. Oh, you don't get anything. Now the rich people, where they, who is following what I'm saying? You know, there are some people because they look at themselves because they don't have so much now. They act as if everybody owes them something. I'm going to be poor. I don't get to, I don't get to. Now we be the poor people. No! Rejoice that you are exalted. God has a plan for you. yourself around oh as if no as if you are destined to be pitied no rejoice that you are exalted let's stand but rich in that he is made low now is it that the <laughs> rich rejoice that god is going to bring you down Mm-mm. the context here is trial temptation so whenever a rich person you get to the point where you are facing challenges. Rejoice. Rejoice. Even in your challenge. Rejoice. Rejoice that even if now, with all my awareness and happiness, I'm at this point where I need God's intervention. It's an opportunity for God to put yourself in my life. Are you following this? You know, there are some people because of money. They so trust in their money that when they have a challenge, they don't even care to pray safe. So okay, just cast carry money and let's go and buy. Let's go and do that. Let's go. And... <laughs> Who is following this? So now that you are facing a challenge, rejoice that you are made low. It's an opportunity. Count it all joy. Praise the Lord. 
Hallelujah. Jump to verse 12. Now, remember, the first thing was, the first place we emphasized was James 1 verse 2, right? My brethren, Captain Andre, when, when you fall into diverse temptations. Now, go to verse 12. It says, Blessed is the man that endureth temptation. For when he is tried, he shall receive the crown of life which the Lord hath promised to them that love him. Are you following this? Verse 13. Let no man say when he is tempted, I am tempted of God. Don't look at the challenges in your life and say it's God is the one that is doing it. Are you seeing this? But let no man say when he is tempted, I am tempted of God. For God cannot be tempted with evil, tempted, neither tempted he any man. Verse 14. But every man is tempted when he is drawn away of his own loss and enticed. Are you seeing how he's shifting the context? How is showing that you know he mentioned temptation in the first part now he's mentioning temptation again and now he's relating it to sin who is following this it is when every man is tempted when he's drawn away of his own lust and enticed and when lust has conceived it it bringeth forth sin and sin when it is finished bringeth forth death Verse 16, do not err, my beloved brethren. What can we get from this? It means the same response he gave to dealing with challenges is also a response we can give to dealing with sin. Who is following this? So, if now you are a believer, all of a sudden you are not tempted to go into something that you ought not to go into, what do you do? Count it all joy. Who is following me? Once again, you count it all joy. And calm down. Be patient. Let patience have a perfect work. When you're that, that urge to, to go into that wrong thing that you may have been go, struggling with before, count it all joy. Don't say, hey, say you have come again. You <laughs> count it all joy. Amen. If somebody wants to annoy you and that anger wants to come out, you say, ah, it's anger again. What does it do? Count it all joy. Then be patient. Then trust the Lord for wisdom. Receive wisdom. The same thing. Somebody said the Bible is sweet. You know, I was looking at this today. I said, ah! Oh boy. Bible save. Praise the Lord. But every man is tempted when he is drawn away of his own lust and enticed. And when lust has conceived, it bringeth forth sin. And sin, when it is finished, bringeth forth death. What is it telling you? Sin has a gestation period. It, it doesn't just happen. There's a, there's a process it, in which it grows it begins before it finds full life. So when it begins to find that, it's beginning to grow within your heart, kill it that time. Praise the Lord. How do you kill it? Count it all joy. You. You. Then you laugh. Instead of trying to protect it and trying to look for a dark space when you can make it happen. He said, count it all joy. You tell yourself, you see this thing, I'm going to overcome it. Praise the Lord. One more part of the Bible, and we'll close for today. Romans chapter 5. Praise the Lord. Somebody shout, Glory! Glory! I count it all joy. No matter what I face, I count it all joy. Romans 5 from verse 1. It says, therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Verse 2, by whom we have access by faith into this grace wherein we stand and rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. Are you seeing that everywhere? Just put in rejoicing. Put in, you just drop rejoicing. You write a verse, put rejoicing in the middle. See, rejoicing is supposed to be possible. It's part of our, our, our life. It's not strange to just and say, hey, glory, 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 glory. I told you that one history, one, one document I read 
They said one of the things that disturbed them about the early church in, in spite of their persecution was they, they couldn't explain why those guys were happy. So how were these people so happy? Why? Many of the leaders in the city of Rome said those people that they were chasing and punishing said after you punish them, they will go somewhere and start singing. These people again, they are old. Somebody say glory! It says, by whom we have access by faith into this grace, wherein we stand and hope in the glory of God. Somebody say, there is glory for me. There is glory for me. You see, the Bible has a way it, it, it is arranged such that any person who is hopeless cannot continue to be like that. You see the Bible saying in Colossians 1, 7, Christ in you the hope of glory. That because you have Christ, there is a reason to rejoice. Praise the Lord. Say after me, I'm not hopeless. I don't care. Say after me, I don't care. What corona has the economy. I don't care. What coronavirus has done to the nations of the earth. But there is glory for me in Christ. And I rejoice in it. Glory. It is by whom also we have access by faith into this grace wherein we stand and rejoice in the hope of the glory of God and not only so, but we glory in tribulations also. Are you seeing this? We do what? We glory in tribulations also, knowing that tribulation worketh patience. The same thing that Apostle James was saying. And patience experience. And experience hope. And hope maketh not ashamed. Because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts. By the Holy Ghost which is given to us. Say Amen. You know, years ago, like I said previously, I won't teach like this. Years ago, I, I always like to bring out some kind of mystery. Oh, some, some esoteric mystery of the third heaven. These are simple things. But simple things that are not common. You know, when you hear, I'm, I'm, I'm very sure that when the early church hears that the church in the 21st century, we have people dealing with depression. They're like, depression, what? Depression? What are they going through? Let's find out what are they going through. The lecturer said that you are going to have a carryover. Okay. Paul, I was beaten with many stripes. I had shipwreck. I had. Okay. So, are they saved? Yes. Are you sure? Tribulation Paul was talking about is read the book of Acts. There was a time they were on a journey and the wind called Oroclidon came. And for seeing this, they did not see sun or moon or star. So people said, Paul would tell you about it. one of his assets in Ephraphroditus. He said he was praying for a particular church till he fell sick. And in the sickness, he was still praying. Paul said, instead of praying to God, that God will have mercy on him <laughs> so that the guy will not die. And it was told then I was shouting, Rejoice again, I say rejoice. It was as, it's as though they've understood about the faith that we are yet to understand. They have understood that Christ is everything. They understood that our treasure in Christ surpasses is the surpassing greatness of our inheritance in Christ. Are you following me? after me I have a treasure in Christ a surpassing treasure in Christ a surpassing treasure in Christ oh a treasure that is above a treasure that is above trials glory I rejoice in Christ Jesus I glory in tribulation I glory in tribulation I rejoice in Christ Jesus in spite of what I face regardless And not only so, verse 3, we glory in tribulations, knowing that tribulation worketh patience, and patience experience, and experience hope, and hope because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost. So after me, the love of God is shed abroad in my heart by the Holy Ghost. Therefore, my hope in Christ will never be put to shame. Will never be put to shame. <laughs> I begin to pray, give him praise, bless his name. Sankana Malagadi Shigadagadabade. 